Hey, brave one. Welcome to another episode of the Women Aware and Prepared podcast. I'm your host, Mandy Pratt, a trained domestic violence victim advocate who teaches women and vulnerable populations how to be street smart. You'll hear some true crime stories, but most importantly, how we might prevent crimes happening to us. Return each week to learn safety tips and emotional self-defense so we live empowered with peace. Let's be less naive and leave helplessness and worry behind so we can be safer, savvy, aware, and prepared. Hey, welcome back to the Women Aware Prepared podcast. We've been on air now for almost a year, and I received some stats. We have listeners in 24 countries. Very interesting, right? And we've had almost 2,000 downloads so far with 44 episodes and a total of 901 minutes of recording. So thank you so much for listening. And for those of you who have listened to all of the episodes, you've listened to 901 minutes so far. So we are starting a new year at the time of this recording. And I have some really fun guests lined up for us. And next week, we are going to be joined by my local police department dispatch gal. Her name is Glenna. And we are going to do a role play and pretend that I am calling 911 so you all can hear what to expect. So some of you have called 911, and I'm so sorry if you've experienced a dire phone call to them before. Um, Unfortunately, I've called them many times. If you have not heard my story, please go back and listen to episode one and two. But uh, I just wanted to share today some preparatory information before she comes on with us. So I have taught an online self-defense course that I created. And in that course, there's a bonus section where I teach those who are taking the course about how to work better with the police, for instance, in case you need to call 911. So I'm just going to go over a couple of those things today for just a few minutes. So when Glenna comes on with us next week, we're kind of prepped and ready for her. So first of all, when do you call 911? And when do you call the non-emergency number to the police? So Calling 911 is for threat to life or imminent threat to property. Let's give some examples. If somebody's having a heart attack, do you call 911 or the non emergency number? 911, right? And car accident, if it's a bad car accident, you think somebody's hurt, or if the cars are in the way and it's sketchy on the freeway or something, you can call 911. Um, perhaps somebody's passed out somewhere, then you need to call 911. Um, somebody walking around with a gun, that's definitely a call for 911. Um, there's a lot of different instances. But what about non-emergency? Uh, let's say an abandoned vehicle without signs of foul play. Maybe there's a loud house party without fights or drinking. You can call the non-emergency number if that becomes a problem. So 
I have always taught my um, course students that it's important to save into your phone your local police department number, your non-emergency number. And last I heard, at least near me, dispatch answers both types of calls and they will prioritize your call. So even if you got it wrong, let's say you called a non-emergency number, but it's really an emergency, they know how to make that a priority and have the officers come out. So Glenna can talk more about that uh, with us next next week when she's on. I do remember I actually put together a neighborhood watch group for my former neighborhood. We didn't have one and there were some things going on and I put together a group and uh, we would have the police come out and talk with us, let us know what was going on, ask them any questions. It was really helpful. And I remember them saying, hey, you pay taxes for us. It's okay to call us. Please call us. We want to know, you know, what's going on in your neighborhood. So they were encouraging us to call them. So I thought that was really interesting and important. So I'm sharing that with you now. And I remember with them, we went over like, what is suspicious? I have talked so many times about listening to your intuition. So when you're seeing something or hearing something that doesn't feel right, you will notice that, right? And it's okay to not rationalize it. You don't have to say, oh, um, I'm not really seeing what I think I'm seeing. (laughs) It's okay to say, wow, this is gnarly or wow, this doesn't feel right. I'm going to call the police, non-emergency or 911. So if a different vehicle is parked on your street for hours with somebody in it that you don't recognize, you don't know what vehicle that is or who that is or what's going on. But, you know, let's say you went out this morning and now you're back out and the same person is there sitting in there. You could call non-emergency or maybe somebody is peeking into parked vehicles Um, suspicious also would be somebody checking vehicle doors to see if they're locked that happens sometimes at night or somebody will go through the neighborhood and like check all the doors and see if they happen to get lucky with one that's open Um, there's some different examples so we can go over those two next week but just to get you thinking these are good all right so you ready i'm going to give you one two three four five six tips for calling the police all right tip number one when calling the police know that they will ask for your location and they will ask for the facts only of what's happening a lot of times we're blabbing about all kinds of things but it's their job to get to the point of what the issue is so don't be offended you know if they cut you off and say you know, ma'am, I, I asked you, where are you located? Please give me streets. This is what they want to know. They're trying to help you. They're going to want to know a description of the vehicle and or the person. What are they wearing? About how tall do you think they might be? What is their approximate age? Do you have a vehicle license plate? Any part of the license plate? Have you seen a weapon? They're going to ask you all of those questions when appropriate. So just be aware that When you're calling them, they're going to try to get those facts from you as soon as they can. All right, tip number two, calmly answer all their questions so they can best understand and assist, right? So a lot of times if you're calling 911 and it's a true emergency, 
you're going to be flustered. I know that happened to me. When we do the episode with Galena, I'm going to share with you what happened um, in my neighborhood. So stay tuned for that. But the key is to calmly answer all their questions so they can best understand and assist. Number three, it's okay to call back if something changes. For example, you know, now you see a gun, but you didn't before. Tip number four, if you call 911 on accident, they have to come out. So just know that and be prepared. Make sure your kids know that. Tip number five, speaking of kids, teach your kids how to call 911 and how to say their address, right? So you can teach your kids and then do a little quiz with them. And lastly, the last tip, number six, if you are in the police's presence, right, you're with them for some reason, they're nearby, and you need help, you gesture, come here. You don't just wave at them because they're going to be like, oh, hi, have a good day, right? You have to gesture, like, come here. So those are six quick tips for calling the police, working with the police. And I'm going to share with you now two resources that you can look up or just note, um, save in your mind or somewhere special, maybe in your phone notes, um, two resources. Number one is wetip.com for anonymous reporting here in the United States. Again, that's wetip, W-E-T-I-P.com for anonymous reporting. And then uh, the second resource is called crimemapping.com. It's crimemapping.com. And you can see all the latest crime activity in your neighborhood. Or if you want to look up a different location, maybe you want to look up your kid's school, you can look that up. Or maybe perhaps you are thinking of moving somewhere and you want to look up that address and see like, what is the crime like, you know, in that instance, in that area. So when you, when you go to crimemapping.com, uh, we can talk more about that next week, but you can adjust the date. So right now, I just looked it up on mine under my address, and it was just showing the activity for the last week. And thank goodness there wasn't anything around me, but there was a lot in another area of town, which I know is not a good area. Um, not all crimes are reported, so not every single thing that's happened is going to be on there. But the ones where a report was made, um, those should be on there. So those are some helpful things for you this week as we prepare for Glenna's visit with us um, from dispatch next week. And we do a fake call where I'm going to pretend like I'm calling in. She's going to pretend like she was working. How would that go down so you guys can get an idea of how to be best prepared for if you have to call the police? And of course, I'm here in the United States, so it might be a little bit different if you're in the UK or in Australia or something like that. But I think the overall gist of it would be helpful for everybody. So thank you so much for listening again, and I will talk with you next week. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. You can leave a review and let me know what you found most helpful. You can find me on Instagram at women aware and prepared. 
And if you want more from me, you can join my Tuesday tip emails at womenawareandprepared.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Remember, you are worthy of a safe and peaceful life.